Welcome everyone, welcome to one more episode. Today we break the tunes with Mark, Mark Goldboomers to be precise, who is also the owner of uh, the label. I'm very excited to have you here with me today, because today it's story time. And I don't know about you, but I, I love some stories, and especially they are good. And I have, I have a feeling that today's story is kind of epic, so prepare. To get you into the mood, probably most of you will remember the song Obsession by Aventura. It was a huge hit in the early 2000s. And while most of us have, an experience, have experienced the song from either hit, uh, listening to it on the radio or maybe online, Mark has a different experience with uh, the song and the artists themselves. So Mark, tell us a bit. Yeah, hello, George. Yeah, thanks for being part of uh, this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's a great idea to talk about uh, Aventura and uh, a bit about uh, Wolbomers uh, uh, as a record label. Yeah. Uh, our company was founded in uh, 1996 as a distribution company for Latin reggae hip-hop music. Um, in 1998, we started the record label with final uh, re-releasing uh, reggae classics. Uh, and in 2000, we started to release some tropical uh, music on CD. Uh, first, we released uh, uh, some salsa music. But my interest was not only for salsa music. Um, um, I just love Caribbean and tropical music in general. So uh, um, I also had the interest to um, release uh, merengue and bachata music. Um, so I think it was like in 2001, I'm not really sure. Um, I contacted the label of uh, Zacharias Ferreira, mm -hmm. who just released an album. And I um, made a license for, uh, for the Netherlands to release the album. Uh, at that time, uh, there was already this uh, young bachata R&B group uh, performing in Europe who already came a few times to the Netherlands. And uh, those shows were very successful uh, by mainly young uh, Latino people. And, um, you know, I, I heard about them. Uh, I heard the music and I got really excited about it because, you know, uh, uh, the the the, the tradition, traditional bachata music is uh, not really for very young people. It's also for more older yeah. people. It's a traditional music style, and they were really uh, renovating uh, bachata music. Um, so I, I try to get in touch with them, but you know I I don't speak uh, Spanish. Uh, my network was kind of a bit limited, so I contacted the label. Um, uh, who released uh, Zacharias Ferreira and I asked uh, you know about Aventura uh, maybe you can help me to get in touch with the label and uh, you know because I, I really want to sign these guys and uh, so but yeah she knew about him but she was not so enthusiastic about it uh, because you know she was a musician as well played the saxophone and uh, she was not so fond on the new style of bachata. So the conversation ended uh, a bit. But, uh, you know, um, Obsession uh, and Aventura, they, they were, something was, was happening also in Europe and the Netherlands. So I, I, I tried uh, a few more times yeah. uh, to convince her um, that I want to get in touch 
with these guys. In the end, she called the label. Uh, I think sh she's still happy uh, and uh, <laughs> that I uh, asked her because uh, she found out that there were some problems with the license in Europe. It seems that a middleman signed a contract in France with a record label for the rights of Aventura, but the um, record label owner, Franklin Romero, he, he, was, he didn't know that and he never gave official permission for it. Maybe he spoke about it, but somebody else just signed a contract. So um, I got like an... Um, um, they, they, they asked me to find out what really happened. Yeah. Uh, so I contacted my good friend in Paris and I told him, okay, this is the company. Can you check out what's going on? And a week later, he called me and said, Mark, I have some very interesting news for you. Uh, the company who signed the license didn't exist at the time the contract was signed, but they were founded like a couple of weeks later. So this was a great reason for the label to... Uh, to terminate that that contract, uh, um, so they were really happy about it, and um, so it was not a legit contract. Hmm? It was not a legit contract. It was end. not a legit contract. Yeah. So uh, I told them, you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready to sign you guys for Europe or whatever territory is possible. And then you know, it it was like you know, uh, I think we we have to meet a person. Yeah. Um, so a couple of days later, I bought my ticket, and uh, I think uh, a week later, I was on a plane to JFK, <laughs> and uh, I met the person in uh, in Harlem. We talk about it, um, and then in the end, you know, um, we, we made we made a we made a deal. So we uh, signed a deal for Holland, Belgium, and France, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I just I told her, you know, I'm not going to leave without a contract. So finally, we signed the contract. I went back to the Netherlands, and um, then we were we we were ready to uh, start uh, releasing Aventura. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was really really the start. But um, you know the, the 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 track. So we pressed the CDs. We put it in the stores. They were selling really really well. Yeah, that was that was that one. This is the artwork we made ourselves. You know, they really liked it because this was not the, uh, the original artwork. Yeah. We made T-shirts. We did a lot of promotional uh, stuff, and it was like uh, I think it was like in the autumn winter period of two thousand two, and uh, I think a lot of people who came back from the Caribbean in the summer of two thousand two they heard the song. So the song was really doing well on the streets and people were talking about Aventura. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we were still a young record label. Uh, we, we released some vinyl, we released some CD albums, but we really never released a CD single. Um, so we, we, we spoke to some major labels, maybe to work with them together, but they told us, yeah, we don't know. The song is nice, but the production, uh, we don't really believe in it. I think the production needs to be better. And we don't think it's a good timing of the year to release such a song in the autumn of the winter. You should wait half a half year and, and then we might be able to release it. 
Yeah. Uh, this was not something we uh, we wanted to hear, so <laughs> we said, okay, don't worry, we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, so then we released um, Obsession, uh, the CD single, which was our very first CD single, the WBS uh, 01. It was incredible. <laughs> and what a start. Yeah. And, and then um, a couple of months later, we were number two in the, in the national Dutch chart. We made a deal with Play It Again, Sam, in Belgium. We were number one in Belgium. I think the, the yeah. song was, uh, was the, the, the longest number one song in the Belgium national chart uh, ever uh, with Obsession. Uh, it, it moved, yeah, of Usher to number two, which was a real big thing yeah. back then. And uh, for the French market, uh, we made a deal with a company called Up, which went through Warner, and the song went to number one in uh, in France as well. So it was huge. It was our first CD single, and everybody knew uh, Wolbomer's music uh, in the Netherlands, and also uh, the, um, the name became bigger in Latin America. Mm, of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh that was the start, but then uh, I see four more CDs on the table. Yeah, uh, it, it was a uh, it was a long story, you know. Uh, the, the the group made their final CD, I think, in two thousand nine, and then uh, Anthony Romeo he um, started a solo career, signed a huge contract with the Sony Music, but uh, yeah. everything between two thousand two and two thousand nine. Um, all the albums by Aventura were uh, manufactured and promoted by Wolboomers Music in the Netherlands yeah. and in Belgium. And um, yeah, it was a great, a great time. So after yeah. the first album, um, you know, uh, we lost the rights for France, but uh, luckily we got the rights for uh, Switzerland for uh, Love and Hate. Yeah. And uh, that album uh, did huge in uh, in Switzerland. So yeah, the, those were really the good days. Hmm. Um, we really enjoyed those days. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm walking around the office here, and I've seen those awards you have uh, from Switzerland also uh, from this album, Love and Hate. That was uh, platinum uh, or something like that. It was. I, I'm not really sure, but it sold uh, <laughs> loads, loads of copies there. They just uh, we were working with a physical distributor, and they were just reordering product uh, every week. So, like every one or two weeks, we had to manufacture more CDs at the factory, and it was just a, a really nice time. It was a good momentum. It was a very good momentum. Yeah. So we also released many more other uh, salsa. A merengue, bachata, also Latin rock uh, albums. Uh, I think until 2009, but uh, no one ever matched the success of uh, of Aventura. No, um, we 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 promoted heavily other tracks by the band as well, but they never broke in the Netherlands. And I think most other places in Europe. But um, um, the nice thing is about Aventura that 
They were very, very popular in the United States, in the Caribbean, uh, when we started to work with them. But I really believe that they first broke into the, the national charts in uh, in Europe before mm-hmm. they really broke into the charts in the in the USA because it yeah. really took a while for the Latin music industry to accept uh, Aventura because they they really did something special by uh, you know by mixing the the bachata sound with the R&B and the hip hop and, and and some rock sound which was really unusual and uh, uh but after a while of yeah. course uh, everybody embraced uh, what they were doing and uh it was clear they they were they were a great group you know you had Anthony you had the brothers Lenny and Max and you had Henry which was also one of the of the singers and uh yeah yeah it's uh, very common when you do something innovative like they did, like change the sound, mix the genres together, uh, that people that are close to this uh, cultural spectrum will be annoyed in the beginning or maybe not accepted first. But then you also know that you have something special created. And yeah, the coming back on how the their success has not been repeated, it's also true that for uh, a similar type of act to be so prominent in the music industry, the streaming services had to be present like it wasn't uh, back then that wasn't the case there was no streaming services the song was completely in uh, no, there, were, well. there were no downloads in the beginning you know yeah. there was just a physical market so yeah. downla- d- downloads came a few years later but was never really a huge success and and stre- streaming really started in, in 2010 but it took a few years before streaming really became huge and before the digital market uh, became uh, larger than the physical market. Yeah. Yeah. So when the the, the, the digital uh, music came around, it was nice as like an additional, because, you know, it was clear digital uh, was the future, but nobody knew how, how big it would, would be. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... That covers up the story nicely. Maybe we can uh, also say a few things about how the label has uh, progressed through years and maybe what's now the sound of the label and what the label does right now. Yeah, so it it really put our our name on the market in 2002. Um, You know, we moved from physical distribution to license deal where we had the license for a couple of years. after the success of Aventura, we started to sign Dutch artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so we signed the exclusive artist agreement. And in 2003, we uh, signed a Dutch group, uh, Lange France and Baas Bay. Um, and um, those were the, the first Dutch artists we signed exclusively to our record label. And, you know, uh, then we had a huge success story with uh, these guys until 2009. We had like over 10 top 40 songs and a couple of number one songs in the Netherlands. So Maybe uh, future episodes, guys. Yeah, so we really <laughs> moved from, um, from distribution to license deal to artist agreement. But we, we saw the market uh, getting, was not doing so really well. 
So we tried to develop further and we uh, we started a booking agency with a partner. We started our own publishing company. Uh, we started to do uh, management uh, for artists and producers. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, the company grow. is still around, you know. We are, we are, the company has survived 24 years. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm really looking forward to, to next year when uh, hopefully we'll have our 25th anniversary. And, uh, of course, it would be great if we can invite Aventura to uh, play at our <laughs> anniversary party. But uh, maybe, uh, I, 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 let's say it's wishful thinking. Let's, yeah, let's leave it open. You never know what will happen. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Maybe, is there something I didn't ask you that you would like to add to the story or to the what the label does? Yeah, so, so uh, after 2009, um, the activities of the labels really went uh, low because, you know, the physical market was really doing really bad downloads really never really sold and yeah. a lot of labels were struggling and a lot of labels or they went out of business or they merged yeah. uh, but uh, you know I decided to focus myself on other activities and uh, until 2015 my main activity was uh, doing artist management mm. and from 2016 I started to put a more focus back on the label because of the success of streaming. Uh, Bro, it took yeah. me a little while to adapt to the new situation because I found out I was uh, a bit still working like uh, before the digital revolution in 2010. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the last two years, we uh, really um, made some uh, huge improvement. And um, so so the label is uh, is doing much better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're releasing a lot of uh, product on a weekly basis. And, uh, you know, we have uh, our own data management. We are really, you know, upgrading our social media. And we are getting into more ways in branding ourselves as a label. And this is a great uh, example of it, doing this podcast yeah. by telling the history of the label, what we're doing now. You know, also showing my face to the people, so they just not a name on a piece of paper, but yeah. uh, the real people working here. It's a real story with real people, yeah. and hopefully we'll have many years to go. And share more stories like this. There are enough stories to tell. <laughs> <laughs> but more to come. <laughs> more to come. Great. Thank you, Mark. That was great. You're, you're welcome, George. It was a pleasure. <laughs>